If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because what works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Bravery is a skill, not a personality trait, and it is the fastest, most powerful skill to creating the career and life you really want. I'm Nicole Trick-Steinbach, the International Bravery Coach and your host. I'm a former global senior director in the tech industry who's worked in over 25 countries. I'm now a certified and proven coach serving professional women like you all over the world. My promise is that you will stress less, work less, and then earn more. The Celebrate Brave podcast is for you. So make sure you subscribe for weekly brave inspiration, including proven frameworks for career and life success my answers to your listener questions, and powerful conversations with my clients and other brave leaders. You are already brave. You can define what brave means for you and your goals and build your brave. In fact, you're already in the right place. So let's dive in. It's season five, episode 123. This blows my mind. So welcome, welcome, welcome to season five. I think this season is going to be pretty spectacular. Got some fantastic things planned and also leaving a good amount of space in the schedule for flexibility, answering your questions, your submitted questions, as well as responding to experiences that I'm having and my clients are having. So this season five, I am so excited. Starting this season out with what is currently the biggest lesson, biggest reminder from the hiatus of the podcast, as well as my trip home. So I realized I have so many new listeners and welcome everyone and a lot of new people into my space. And some of you just don't know about me and my connection into Europe. And I I saw this in the comments on Instagram and the messages on Facebook and especially in LinkedIn. So I'm going to spend just a moment, just a pause to explain why it is I went back to Europe for a month and how that all works out. So I actually lived in Germany for 13 years. It's where I built my career. So I love to say to people, I sound American and I think 
German, especially professionally, right? Some of my values and how I engage with my friends, my engagement with the world, my can-do, anything's possible attitude definitely comes out of my childhood in the United States. But the expectation of high integrity, high value, collaboration, longer-term perspective, I think that collective energy I see that as really coming out of building a global career, a global executive career in Germany, in the tech industry. It's also where I met my husband. I met him when I had already moved there and where I got married, where I bought my first property, where I had my two amazing kiddos. So when we go back, we go back to stay and I get to stay in this storybook village with my incredible in-laws. There's actually an apartment for us to stay in. We still have our car over there and I get to spend that time really inside of the culture, the relationships, the language and it's such this summer was such an amazing reminder of who I really am. I am a former executive. I run global programs all over the world in the tens of millions of dollars with hundreds of people with a customer base or an impacted stakeholder base of, you know, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, and yes, even into the millions. And it was amazing to be reminded of that. But that is actually not... The biggest reminder, the biggest lesson that is currently coming out of my time in Germany. And the reason that I'm saying currently is because I don't know about you, but for me, frequently, as I begin to process, or I guess begin isn't the right word here. It's really as I continue to process a lived experience, that initial biggest lesson, biggest experience, biggest outcome is frequently not the most long lasting or my understanding of that lesson, that experience shifts over time. So that's that's where I'm saying currently because there's another topic that's kind of oh, stewing, germinating inside of my soul. And I'm wondering where that one's going to go. And I'm going to leave you on that cliffhanger. All right. So here we go. Ready? Leave money on the table before you leave life on the table. Before you stay somewhere for the money, for the bonus, for the stock options, for the vesting, make sure you're not leaving your life on the table. Right? So here is some more context around this, and I'm going to start with a little caveat. I am obviously talking to people who have the privilege of covering all of their basics, right? Not everyone can choose life over money. I grew up quite poor, and I was on my own at 17 financially, and for periods of my life and for periods of other people's lives, the option actually isn't there. <laughs> we need to pay our rent. We need to buy food, etc. 
And so we're going to leave life on the table sometimes. That is not who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to earlier me. And if you are currently in that position, please do listen for some more inspiration and leave that shame behind that you just need to make money, honey. Okay. All right. So let's go back. So as I said, I lived in Germany from 2003. That means quite a number of my relationships there are way, way older than the relationships I currently have in the United States, right? And every time I go home, I really love to spend time with people. We get into little small groups or one-on-one, et cetera. I don't always have the chance because there are so many people and I do want to travel with my family while we're there. I don't get to see everybody. So I try to make sure that if I didn't see, see someone last year, that I get to see them this year or that we have at least some sort of small connection. And there's a very small collection of people I make sure I see every year. And this time, actually, funny story. I just want to do a quick funny story because I'm really trying to normalize experiences in the past. So last year, a group of us got together and somebody at the table said, yeah, remember, Nicole, (laughs) when you would cry every day in the bathroom? And I was like, excuse me, Did, did everyone know I was crying alone in the bathroom? Because until that moment, I really thought as the singular woman in that project team, in that place, I I basically never saw anyone else in the women's bathroom. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Everybody knew. Which opens up a whole conversation about like, why didn't anybody talk to me? What kind of support? How toxic is that? But, you know, we had that conversation. But it's very, it was really interesting how I thought I was like suffering in silence. And meanwhile, I could have really asked for help and people could have offered me help because everyone knew I was sobbing in the bathroom every day. (laughs) So if you're there right now, I've been there too. And there are many ways out. So let's come back to this, to this year. So we're at the table, you know, we've been joking around, catching up and there's a couple of people and suddenly uh, a person that we all had in common because we all worked at the same place for a while comes up in conversation and um, I learned that this person has passed away. person was a bit older um, and they had been at the same company for decades and had never been happy and had been saying for years and years and years, yeah, if I don't get that promotion, I'm leaving. After the next stock vesting, I'm leaving. If that person gets that job, I'm leaving, but had never left. And this really startled me. It really started, it reminded me that COVID has had an incredible cost for us all. And it startled me. And so I said something and it opened up this whole conversation about holding on to things for too long instead of releasing And that led to some journaling the next day. I do morning pages almost every day of how harmful it is. How harmful it is. I'm going to say it again. How harmful it is to leave life on the table instead of leaving 
the money on the table. And I quickly wrote down some examples. So I have someone in my life who, when they found out I was moving to the United States, I was globally relocating seven years ago, said to me, I'm going to move to my time in Germany. It's wrapping up. And I'm just going to wait until after this next bonus. They still live in Germany and they're still waiting for that next bonus. Another person who for four years told me I'm leaving sales. I'm going to get into op. It's just right after this comp round, right after this one, I'm going to shift for four years before they made the change. I have stories of people who stayed in companies that they knew were struggling with the operating margin, didn't get onto the market, and then got fired, got laid off. No severance package because of the operating margin issue, and they were stuck. Right? This happens way more often. I'm going to wait until the stock's best. I'm going to wait for the bonus. I'm going to wait for the increase. I'm going to wait for the title. Da, 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 da. Leave money on the table before you leave life. So it's very easy for me to say this, but we all know I don't love just saying something. I want to show you exactly how to do it, right? When you work with me, we go into your unique solution to your unique problems, as well as create that specific plan towards your vision. Everybody's vision is different. That's why I work one-on-one. It's very intimate, right? So I want to show you how to do this. And of course, brave is the skill for you to stop leaving life on the table, okay? We're going to start off with the first part of the Build Your Brave framework, which is clarity. So I want you to really allow yourself to get very, extremely specific, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's going on right now. Whatever is happening, either you're unhappy with the strategy, your boss, the role, the income, whatever it is, you're going to get three pieces of paper. And over the next two days on these three pieces of paper, you're going to jot down the good because there is good. If it was all horrible, you would definitely not be leaving life on the table. So there are good things and we don't want to lose sight of that. The bad, the things that aren't working for you or they're mildly uncomfortable, right? The things that don't quite fit. And then the ugly, the things that are just not for you. Maybe they're dragging you back into the office. Maybe your boss has an issue with your identity or a piece of your identity. Maybe the product is crap, whatever it is, right? And I want you to spend two days. The reason you're giving yourself this extensive time is so that you can move through two of your days and notice the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, I really recommend that my clients do this for longer than two days, especially for us women. We have a monthly cycle, not a daily cycle. If if you feel that talking to you, then I want you to do this over two days in two different weeks. So if you do it in the first week of the month for two days, then you keep those same pieces of paper, you skip a week, and then you do the next week, okay? 
And then you'll have a more holistic picture of what's working right now, what isn't a good fit for you, and what you reject. All right. So that's your first step. Because we do things thoroughly. We do things with intention here in this space. All right. We don't rush through things because somebody has a, you know, a glitter flag somewhere. Right. Okay. The next step, you're going to get out again, three pieces of paper. You're going to give yourself two days again. All right. So we have that rounded image of what's happening right now, the good, bad, and ugly. And now we're going to look into your future. Okay. There's going to be a page for the known. What do you know for your future? What is your vision for your future? When you stop leaving money on the table, what do you know needs to be there? The second page is what is probable. And then the third page is what is possible. And we really want you to stretch. That's why we're going to do this over two days. So for example, and this is a concrete example from a client. So on the known page was, I'm not going to have to work with that shitty colleague who keeps putting me down and trying to steal my ideas. That's a known. When I leave this situation, I don't have to deal with him any freaking more. Okay. The probable was I'm probably going to sleep better because I'm not going to be managing all of these global time zones. And then the possible is that I may actually get an even higher paying role. Okay. So what is known? Let's do a good one. So what is known is that I really want to stay in the biomedical field. That's very clear for me. The probable is I want to work in a space that is moving forward with, for example, genetic coding. I'm making this up. And then the possible is I work with a diverse team. So spend two days. And if this doesn't feel enough for you or you've spent so much time leaving life on the table, give yourself again more than two days. Make this an iterative process. Allow your soul to stretch. Allow your mind to really widen and envision the future. Frankly, most people need help with this, especially if you have allowed yourself to stay somewhere for decades or, you know, like my acquaintance who has stayed for seven years and hasn't relocated or my other friend who stayed for four years longer in sales than she actually wanted to. Okay. If you need help with this, please schedule time with me. We will explore this together, okay? And if you don't feel comfortable doing that right now, I really encourage you to reach out to a trusted friend who is a visioner, not someone stuck, someone moving, or a mentor, perhaps even a therapist could help you explore this. I mean, my therapist is incredible. She helps me explore these things. Okay. So we've gotten through clarity, right? The Build Your Brave Framework, part one is clarity. And here is where you make a choice. When you know what is good, bad, and ugly, what is known, probable, and possible, you need to make a decision. 
You have to make a decision. Stop wiffle waffling. Stop going back and forth. Stop going left and right. You got to make a decision. Are you going to leave life? Or are you going to leave money on that table? There is no right decision when you have all of the specifics in front of you. Now, of course, I'm saying stop leaving life on the table, but I get to say that based on what I know generally on the macro level across all of the people. You are an individual person. You make the decision and it may be a decision for the next six months. It may be the decision for the next 12 months, but you have to make a concrete decision and then move into action. One of the worst things that you can do for yourself is continue to spin around in the exact same circle. So let's move into momentum. What do you do after you've made your decision? This is where you make your unique, strategic direction and your plan. Okay. So this really needs to be, for example, let's say that you're an extreme extrovert. Well, you're going to sign up for a conference and you're going to sign up for a networking group and you're going to be reaching out to a bunch of people. Maybe you're going to start making videos on TikTok and maybe you're going to start commenting on all the things. And perhaps you are a single mom and you have a very, very small number of hours a week. So instead of the extroverted response, you may craft a little survey, five, six, seven questions that you send to your trusted people and you open up a set of conversations around your resume update and how to leverage LinkedIn for your time availability and your energy ability. And you put it out into your world, what it is that you're looking for, what your timeline is, and how you're going to be moving forward. Because you need to do this even if you decide to stay in the situation you're in right now. Even if you say, you know what? I'm going to be leaving life on the table because the money is so good. Because I've got all this other stuff going on in my life, I have decided to stabilize. You still need a strategy and a plan. So you got to make that. Check out season three of this podcast for the frameworks to make that possible. Okay. The next part, and this is the third pillar of the Build Your Brave Framework, accountability. And remember, accountability in this space is being of responsibility and taking account of your own actions. Ain't nobody else in this space. We do not control other people and call it accountability. We look at ourselves to, for, and with ourselves. And so when you're in accountability, and this is quite frankly another time that people really need individualized support, focusing on the 2% shift, right? The sustained action, the mindset work, the identity work, because we all know you know how to do all the house, but do you know how to be? Because that's what we're talking about here. The 2% shifts with the actions to become the woman who crafts her own brave career, leaving, maybe leaving money. Most of my clients do not leave the money. They actually end up making more money, 
But if you've got to, you leave the money on that table, but you do not leave your life on the table. You do not leave your life on the table as you become in 2% increments ever more the woman you wish to be, the professional you wish to be, the leader you wish to be, the friend, the parent, the partner, the community member. That's how you stop leaving life on the table. When you have undertaken these steps, this sustained model, perhaps you've worked with a therapist, a coach like me, you're engaging with your friends and your network, your sponsors, your mentors, your educators, etc. This is where the result, the outcome you create is your success in your way. You know, 100% of my clients report feeling less stressed as they work with me and build the skill of bravery. Clarity, momentum, accountability, and all of the frameworks below that. They report a 60%, give or take a little bit, I'm rounding here, 60% of them work less. A little over 40% of them earn more. Those results and this entire concept to refuse to leave life on the table, that is why building the skill of bravery is the fastest, most powerful way to the brave career that you truly want, which means the life you truly want, which means being the person you really want to be in this world of ours, crafting the legacy that matters to you and to you alone. I'm really excited about season five. I am accepting all your questions. If you have topics you want to suggest, guests that you want to suggest, and of course, questions you want to hear my unique answers to, reach out to me at Nicole at churchsteinbach.com. And this season, I'm going to invite you to leave a review or rating on your favorite podcast platform that helps other people begin to leverage the content here from all of the seasons, but quite frankly, from season three. Season three is all of the house. All right. Until next week, brave it up. Before you go, you can deepen and expand what you're experiencing here on the Celebrate Brave podcast by working directly with me through bespoke, results-oriented one-on-one coaching that is rooted in my proven Build Your Brave framework. As of the last client survey completed in Q1 2023, 75% of my clients from the past two years report they reached their unique goal. 100% of my clients, yes, 100% report they stress less as a result of working with me. 56% report working less, and 43% report earning more. You learn how to spend less time ruminating and stressing yourself out by getting clearer and calmer within a mindset approach that is simple, effective, and specific to you. 
Then we work together to end the habit of overworking and overproducing by crafting a plan of momentum specific to your goals and strengths. I support you as you execute your plan, including the skills and knowledge necessary to succeed in your own accountability. And finally, you step away from the all too common pattern of under earning and make the shifts towards being well paid in your industry, using the clarity and momentum to ensure you become the woman you want to be at work and in your life for real. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your free, no obligation consultation. Link in the show notes. You can stress and work less while you earn and live more by building the skill of bravery. Talk soon.